The coronavirus of 2020 has undoubtedly impacted everyone worldwide. Throughout the crisis, I recorded a few episodes to help businesses adjust. This is an unprecedented time, and many of us face uncertainty, fear, doubt, and the permanent closure of our businesses while others survived. The key to it all is how we respond in times of crisis. How resilient are we as entrepreneurs? Enjoy this special series. And welcome back to On The Mic with Dr. Ace, the Global Mentor Coach, and you're listening to Business Basics. This podcast is dedicated to helping you grow your business. Since the pandemic, we've seen unusual customer outbursts. And as a business, what do you do in these situations? How do you handle these customer temper tantrums? Some of the customer outbursts we've seen here in the U.S. have been absurd, while others a biohazard. So recently, if you haven't heard, a customer urinated. I mean, she actually peed on the floor in a Verizon wireless store because she was asked to wear a mask. This was in California. <clears throat> Who can forget the confrontation between the man and the employee in the big big box store? Um, you guys know it where the guy, the employee took the grocery cart because the man refused to wear a mask and leave the store. The man kept going on talking about it was his right. He woke up in a free country and all of this other kind of carrying on. And the employee just didn't argue with him. He was like, okay, well, this is the store policy. This is the company policy. If you don't like it, you can leave the store. And he just took the cart and went on about his business. He didn't engage. He didn't continue to engage. And, um, you know, he, he, the company supported him in that decision and it was the right thing to do there's also the woman in trader joe's i mean there's been video after video that has surfaced of customer temper tantrums i mean we've seen everything from women throwing grocery items from the cart onto the floor at people um to women throwing shoes at store clerks it has been a full-on just ridiculous outrage over wearing a mask and having to wear a mask for 15 minutes in a store, if that. And while you want to provide products and services to your customers, you want to do so safely and in accordance with local ordinances. So here in Broward County, um, you know, they've been shutting down businesses because they have not been adhering to the county's COVID-19 guidelines. And so the company, the, the county has a hotline I believe it's 311. Um, it's 311 or 611, where you can report businesses who are not uh, complying with COVID 19. They have several that they have not yet investigated, but there have been some who, you know, the, the allegations have been unwarranted, but there have been quite a few that have not been that have not been doing it for instance Broward has issued 105 warnings eight citations and more than 100 non-compliant businesses that have not yet been allowed to reopen and you may be wanting to know why this is happening 
The county discovered that 284 businesses weren't following social distancing requirements, 194 weren't meeting sanitation standards, and 66 were allowing more than 50% indoor capacity. And so they are not playing around and there are others that are considering it. I believe your first offense is a $5,000 violation. The next one is a $15,000 penalty and things get more stringent from there. Um, for vacation rental property owners, we're in an area where there are lots of them, tons of them, especially in Florida. You are not immune from what is happening. The mayor of Broward County actually had uh, spoken about this, I believe last week or week before last, about these vacation rental parties and family members gathering and all this stuff. And so you have an issue as a vacation rental owner. People are using vacation rental properties for house parties, contributing to the rise in COVID-19 cases across the state of Florida. Party promoters are using social media to get the word out about these COVID-19 parties. That's what they're calling them. Some stating that the location will be shared within 24 hours or even the day of the party. And um, you may be wondering, well, what's the problem? It's not, it's no issue to have a, you know, a, a kickback. And yeah, this isn't a kickback. This is a full on party. Some of these events have had as many as 400 people and these people are being arrested uh, because it's just, it's an issue. I know here in Broward County recently, a lot of our, in, the increase in our numbers have been young people, uh, teenagers, uh, young adults. And again, they think they're immune and whatever the case may be, they want to party, they want to have a good time, but there's a risk associated with it. And so I can understand it can be a daunting task. And currently the right to refuse service has taken on a whole whole an entirely new meaning um you know this isn't just about oh i'm not gonna make a cake for a same-sex couple this is uh, a very serious situation where we're facing a pandemic that we can't get under control because we quite frankly don't understand the science and we don't understand how it's working it's it's a virus that even the scientific community who's who's been there done that tracked viruses before don't understand it because there's so many different strains it's not the same as the flu they don't understand it and so for if, if if it's daunting and confusing for them it's even three times probably more for us as quote-unquote regular people who are not science people uh, and so yeah it can be daunting the whole right to refuse service is a is a different level right now you're dealing with insanity you're dealing with toxic. You're dealing with people who are projecting their issues onto whomever is available at that moment. And they're using this mass mandate as an outlet. Okay. We don't have to agree, but this is what's happening. But when it's all said and done, you, you as a business owner are responsible for the health and well-being of your business and employees. The customer is not always right especially now you can speak to customers in a calm tone and still be the villain okay it's just an explosive situation and it's gonna cost you either way you turn you can risk you know giving the customer what they want risk being sued or fined or you can follow the rules and risk losing customers. 
you have to weigh this one question. Which is the biggest loss or hit to my business? Now, when Dixie, who was already a struggling grocery store, and I mean, they are struggling to hang on in the grocery wars, grocery store wars, they immediately backpedaled their decision to not require a mask in their stores after public outrage and some political stuff. Initially, they said that they didn't want to offend their customers or put their employees in a position to where they would have to enforce the policy. But after President Trump tweeted about the severity of the disease, the company changed their minds. They now insist that it's up to the government to issue mass mandates. And yes and no. Here's the thing. It is up to you as a business to decide what is best for your business. And that includes making decisions that are right and in the best interest of your employees and vendors. This, this means obeying local laws and ordinances. Additionally, you will need to revisit your reasonable accommodations to ensure you are doing whatever you can to support your business and its employees. Especially now that many school districts across the country have decided to implement a 100% virtual learning return to the fall school term. So there's a lot to juggle here. There's it's, it's so much to, to juggle with trying to figure out a quote new normal. Because life will not be the same. We're not going back to the way things were. And you've got to understand how people are responding and understand it's not, it has nothing to do with you and your business directly. It's not personal. It's not personal. Now the EEOC, the equal employer opportunity commission has issued some guidance on reasonable accommodations amid COVID-19. And I strongly suggest you get familiar with it to avoid discriminating against someone in your in your in your business because that's what you don't want. You do not want or need a discrimination case against you in this workplace right now with this pandemic. You you don't want it. For instance, so let me help you. If your business requires employees to work on site, restaurant, construction, bar, you must provide reasonable accommodation for workers whose disability create a greater risk for COVID-19. And this may mean temporarily restructuring their job or transferring them to a different work schedule or shift. If you have an employee that is already working with a reasonable accommodation, that accommodation may need to be altered as well. Here's the thing with that said, the accommodation cannot and should not pose an undue hardship to the business, which in the case of the pandemic may be different. Okay, it's just probably gonna be different. The EEOC also notes that the pandemic does not, I repeat, it does not change your right as an employer to request medical documentation or to ask questions about whether the employee is disabled under the ADA to seek an accommodation. And this is even if the employee is teleworking, okay? 
Now, if an employee wants a reasonable accommodation, not for themselves, but because they want to avoid uh, exposing family members who are at a higher risk from COVID-19, you are not required to do so. You do. You are not required to grant that employee a reasonable accommodation. The reasonable accommodation is the is for the employee directly. That's who it's for. Okay. Now I know that this is a all. I mean, this is a lot to take in. You know, and again, it's a challenge to navigate what's happening in this world amid COVID nineteen. But it is not impossible. You just have to prioritize your business. Eventually people will get over it and they will get on board. Think back to when the laws changed about seat belts and they required people to wear seat belts. It's the same thing. Folks were in arms talking about their right to not wear a seatbelt and all of this, even in the face of the of the evidence that proved that seatbelts saved lives. It was such a big issue that you're taking away my constitutional right to not wear a seatbelt. No, we're trying to save your life. This is the same thing. It's going to get better. People are going to adjust to a way of life of wearing a mask to protect themselves and other people. And it, while it is an uphill battle and it is slow going and just getting, just getting through to people, it's a mindset shift. It's going to take some time, but you owe it to yourself and your business to do right by your business. And that means do right by your employees, your vendors and other customers, because the few people who are throwing these temper tantrums about not wearing a mask are not the majority i will say you do see quite a bit more people wearing masks if anything it's people in the stores who are also having confrontations with people who are not wearing masks these are people who are physically distancing they're doing what they're supposed to do but they're bringing it to the attention of the business to say you need to do something because I have concerns that you let this customer in this store without a mask. So you've got to know that in this time, there are more people with you than those who are against you. It's just those who are against wearing masks are just talking so much louder. They're raising so much cane. They are really, really, really out there. And that's impacting the workplace. And I get it. I totally get it. But again, you have to weigh the cost. What is it going to cost you to enforce a mask mandate in your business versus, oh, okay, if they do, they do, they don't, they don't. What's it worth to you? What is it costing you? You've got to add up the cost of what what it will be to your business. Again, here in Broward County, if your business gets shut down, you have to write a letter to petition. There are things you have to do and it will not be that easy for them to approve to reopen your business. Is it worth the risk? Get to know your local ordinances, follow them, 
look up this EEOC guidelines to how to basically navigate COVID amidst, you know, when it comes to reasonable accommodation. If you just Google reasonable accommodation and look up the news, you'll see an article that says EEOC issues guidance on workplace accommodations. Um, You can absolutely take a look at that. There are ways you need to know how to navigate and manage your business amid COVID-19 because it is real and it is not that easy. It takes strong leadership and you need to step up and be the leader. Your business needs your employees trust and get behind and will be you. This is a time where you create raving fans of your business, loyal customers, and that starts with your employees. Thanks for listening to On The Mic with Dr. Race, the global mentor coach. If you like this podcast, make sure you like and share it. Spread the word. Talk about it. I appreciate your support. I really do from the bottom of my heart. If there are topics you'd like me to cover or if you need a business coach, you can email me at info at globalmentorcoach.com. Again, that's info at globalmentorcoach.com. Thanks for tuning in with me, Dr. Race, the global mentor coach. Remember to spread lots of love and light. Until next time.